Are you tired of having too much money in your pockets and now your pants are falling down from the weight? Why not make it easier on yourself and donate that extra cash to our Patreon account? Find the link at our website, ptppodcast.com. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. And Mike Angry Hawkins. Welcome yeah. back to the goddamn Pull the Plug Studios. Thanks. It's been a long time. It's been like over a year. It's been a while. Has it really been over a year? No. Since I've been angry. <laughs> well, yeah. that's a I good think I was sign. Here at the Christmas you were here at Christmas, but, but I wasn't angry. No, you were content. You were Michael Content Hawkins. Michael Content Hawkins. Yeah. Wow. So I threw everyone off. Well, for sure. <laughs> so we we only know you as this seething ball of anger. <laughs> and now I'm angry again. So oh, that's exciting. I'm I'm anxious to hear what has changed in the last year that finally pushed you over the edge. A lot has changed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm s- it's terrible to know <clears throat> that we enjoy it when you're upset. <laughs> that's yeah. not good. Yeah, that's not that, a good friend. That's thing. not what friends are for. No. But we're here to just I don't know. Poking prod at at the don't be poking Mike. That's weird. Don't do that. It's, <laughs> it's uncomfortable for all of us. At the horrible and and uh, uncomfortable things <laughs> in your life to bring the best out of you. I welcome it. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I like that about you. <laughs> You're always Thanks. up to the challenge. Thank you. <laughs> uh, before we get into tonight's show, which uh, is gonna be fun. Hope uh, so. Yeah, it better be. We have be to good. impress Mike. Uh, that's true. That's all I care about in life now. <laughs> is at this point because I. well i either want to impress mike or i really want to disappoint him so he gets more angry so i don't know there is that there's always the flip side exactly but i want to talk to you guys real quickly about uh geeky sex toys tell me more it's actually a company called geeky sex toys they're from australia and they have put out in celebration of uh marvel's uh new movie avengers infinity war Uh they have put out a slew of uh marvel related sex toys Oh yeah, um, and we'll be put. You can. I'm going to describe them to you as best I can, but I really do urge you to check out the show notes over at ptbpodcast.com. Are you going to describe them and make us guess what, what well, kind they well, are? Well, no, I'm just going to go into like what it actually okay. is. So, like for those of you who have seen the movie, you'll know that uh, the main bad guy, Thanos, big purple ball faced dude. Yep. He's got the Infinity Gauntlets, big golden glove. Well, one of the uh, sex toys is a fist-shaped dildo that looks like the Infinity Glove, so it's nice and big and gold. Do they have a fun name for it? Um, it's just called the Infinity Fist. Hmm. It doesn't. It's not terrible. It's not. It's not great, but it's not the worst thing they could have come up with. Um, it's naturally not true to size because that would be horrendous. Yes. But. Uh, there you have it. So they right. like I don't know. I'd give that like a six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay. Yeah. So they've they've also got um, there's like a full collection, and they call it the Indulgers Pleasure War. That's their like collection name, Indulgers Pleasure War. That's Your, about a five. That's about a five. Okay. <laughs> um, so you less impressed. You've got the enormous green Incredible Dong, which of course is a play on the Incredible Hulk, just a big old green dildo. Okay. Right. Um, you've got, uh, the Captain America themed Captain Anal and Arse Reactor butt plugs. And Arse Reactor. So you got Captain Anal, which is like a blue, uh, butt plug that's got like the Captain America shield on the end of it. And then the Arse Reactor, which is like the Iron Man themed one. Yeah. And it just looks like his like arc reactor in his, in his chest. Okay. That's a 10 out of 10 right there. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> uh, I'm really impressed with that one. Um, you've got the Agent Gets Me Off, which is a, a Black Widow branded flashlight. 
Agent Gets Me Off. I, feel, I like that one. That one's pretty good. what's her actual... Agent Romanoff. Romanoff. Yeah. I so, was going to call her Stroganoff. I'm like, nope, that's food. <laughs> <laughs> I like Stroganoff. Um, Agent Stroganoff. Yeah. Um, Agent Gets Me Off is pretty good. Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah. Give uh, that an eight. And then there is... Because um, I'm sure you were looking for my out of 10 scores on these. No, I was hoping for it, yeah. yeah. And then there's the hawk ass, which is, <laughs> which is an arrow-shaped dildo intended for pegging. <laughs> <laughs> they specifically market for those of you who are into uh, have a, like a pegging uh, relationship. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 just because they didn't try at all on no, that one, but just, it still worked. Just hawk ass. Still worked. Just whatever. Hawk ass. <laughs> hawk ass. Um, finally, and uh, Shannon, I know you're as much uh, how big of a fan of Thor you are. Yes. Um, they have uh, Thor's uh, hammer. Right. It's called Mjolnir, right? Right. Uh, they have their, uh, their Thor-based one called Monalnir, Monalnir, no, not very good. Doesn't no. roll off the tongue, uh, but it's a dildo with like a handle. So it like the dildo part is the handle of a hammer, and at the end of it is just like the brick of the hammer. But it, they've made it like a stand and everything, so that you can't really tell while looking at it that it's actually a dildo. And it's kind of for people who just want to be able to put their dildos out on display, and huh. it looks like a hammer sitting there, but it's actually a dildo. Wow. So if you if you if you had to make a choice, if you had to pick one of these to utilize. Oh God. Which one are you going for? Um, I mean really like I know for me I can only go with agent gets me off. I'm not that into no, you, you can do the uh the The Hawk ass. I guess Hawk I could, ass, you can do the I can do arse, the plugs. That's true. something. The arc the arse reactor. The arse reactor. Arse reactor. <laughs> I'm more um, of a Captain America guy, so I'm probably going Captain Anal, but Anal. I'm definitely the hawk ass. Yeah. <laughs> because my last name is Hawkins. Oh, so it just ties in. That's it, perfect. It's like it was made for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Made I know what for I'm getting you. you for your wedding present now. That's good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, I think I got to go um, the the Infinity Gauntlet, um, Infisty Infinity gaunt- Fist. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Infisty Gauntlet. Infisty Gauntlet in the Infinity Fist. So you just That's want probably a, the one. You just want a gold fist going right up your hoo-ha. Just punch me in the vagina. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> the name of your autobiography, yeah. I believe. <laughs> so uh, once again, we'll we'll link to uh, to these so you can get uh, some images of them. And they they do. It is worth checking out the images. They're pretty we'll good. Look at the images to erase the mental image that you've created with these descriptions. No, I like it. I'm yeah. a, I'm a fan of that. So once again, ptbpodcast.com if you want to check out the show notes. So what else do we have going on tonight? Well, like you like we've mentioned, Michael not so content anymore. More angry Hawkins is here. <laughs> that was short and sweet. I like it. Good, yeah. Right? Uh, we've got our uh, recurring feature, Sucks to Suck. Sucks to Suck. I'm going to have you guys do a, a BuzzFeed, would you rather, more of an opinion piece. Okay. We'll see how that goes. It's a think piece. That's right. I like it. And uh, we have, uh, we uh, we were lucky enough, rather, to sit down with uh, Jacqueline Van Happen recently. Fuck, she's great. She's great. And we've got uh, a little bit of an interview for, for you, rather, of her. Yeah, and uh, she's playing her first show in a very long time. Yeah, uh, coming up this Saturday night, Sammy Crenshaw's in Tilsonburg, uh, opening for Sarah Smith of the Joys. Um, you can get tickets online now, ten bucks in advance or fifteen at the door, and we will link those in our show notes. Absolutely. So, um, stay up to date with everything pull the plug related. Just head over to our website, ptppodcast.com. Shannon, what's the first song of the evening? Let's get into it here. Tim O'Connor, Love Seems, what? Love seems no easy way out. I wrote that down. You wrong. wrote that down very incorrectly. Why don't you just go ahead and tell me what it was? Um, well, I don't. 
<laughs> You've ruined this so badly. I, I wrecked it. How did Just you like wreck it? Just like that infisty gauntlet it's, would to your butt. The song, Shannon, yep. is Love Seeks No Easy Way Out. Oh, so it's super close. It, I just changed it to seems no easy way out. No, it's it seeks. Love seeks no easy way Tim out. Tim O'Connor, love seeks no easy way out here on PTP. Nailing it. I lay down. I lay down beside you. I lay down. My God, and I try to explain how. My head leads my heart, but my heart's found It's home and it's only with you A love I could leave if I wanted to For love seeks no easy way out I've fallen like leaves and I fail to see how else it could be now It's senseless To walk you when I'm left defenseless Long since disarmed by your endless Undying kindness I feel it Right, only right, I tell you Of a love I could leave if I wanted to For love seeks no easy way out And all that I need, well, I saw in you Please believe in me now
now it's time for this week's We're Really Angry. We're really angry! Every once in a while, someone will say something nice to you out of the blue. I was driving and I accidentally cut someone off and they yelled out the window at me, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I thought, and I thought about it and a smile slowly spread across my face and I drove straight home and I fucked myself. I beat it <laughs> off. I needed that. And if it wasn't for that kind person saying those words, who knows? I wouldn't have ended up spanking my monkey. Just when I was about to give up on humanity, someone comes along and reminds us all of what we're all capable of. So there's still nice people out there. And then there's some not so nice people, like all my neighbors. <laughs> I just bought a house, my first house. We moved in, nice, well-kept area, and not one person welcomed me to the neighborhood. We didn't get one fruit basket. <laughs> you saw the for sale sign. You saw the moving in van. You knew we're new to the neighborhood. So give us our damn fruit. <laughs> Even if it's just plastic fruit, fuck it, I'll take it. Put it in a bowl, take up oil painting, and I'll paint the shit out of it. <laughs> now I'm stealing from their gardens. I'll help myself to my own fruit basket. And I'll give myself a veggie tray, too. <laughs> Even the white man got something when they showed up to the new world. The natives welcomed them by giving them some shit. But today, nobody's offering beadwork or tobacco. So now I'm spreading smallpox around the neighborhood. <laughs> Fuck them. They'll all eventually die off and I'll take over their land. So I had to go meet them myself. And I was waiting for the perfect opportunity. And then one day I noticed my neighbor was outside with the kids. She was in the flower beds. And I thought, this is a great opportunity. And I walk over there and I say, I said, you got some nice pansies there. She's like, oh, thanks. I just planted them. And I said, no, I'm talking about your damn kids. Keep them off my lawn. <laughs> I'm the new kid on the block. And you don't want to stand out when you're new to a new area. And I went for a walk and I noticed everyone was staring at me. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm... I'm a new face, they haven't seen me before. So I'm waving and smiling, trying <coughs> to be friendly, make a good first impression. And then I thought, wait, this isn't a nudist colony. <laughs> Everyone has their clothes on. So embarrassing. Not that I was naked, but I had a no reason boner. <laughs> I try and be one of those friendly neighbors. I'm one of those ones that talk over the fence. So I'll stand there for hours, waiting for them to come out in their backyard. <laughs> And now I hear there's a peeping Tom in the neighborhood. <laughs> and I want to tell the neighbors about it to watch out that it isn't me. <laughs> it's a nice neighborhood. It's like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. It's so peaceful. It inspires me to come home and sing out loud like Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? And then I'll take my sweater off, my shoes, and I'll count all the money I made selling crack on the corner. <laughs> Such a lovely neighborhood. <laughs> I want to be that neighbor. If, if you need a cup of sugar, you can knock on my door. And I'll knock on yours, too, if I need anything. <laughs> Do you have surgical gloves? That would be great. Thank you. I'm busy planning a murder. This helps a lot. Ta-ta. 
I don't want to be one of those neighbors that keeps to themselves. Because if I'm ever arrested for terrorism, I want the neighbors to have something interesting to say to the local news reporters when they show up at the door after the fact, you know? I saw it coming. He used to take shits on my lawn. <laughs> I'll be bringing in groceries. He'll be out there pinching a loaf. <laughs> I knew one day he'd snap. And that's what's making me angry this week. ensemble there triumph and we're back at pull the plug after a very angry and very funny mike hawkins you could say a triumphant return triumphant return that was a, a good placement of song then wasn't it it was <laughs> nailed it shannon nailed it well done mike by the way thanks guys you're so funny <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> it's uh, time for our weekly feature sucks to suck and uh, for those of uh, you new to the show, or maybe you haven't heard Sucks to Suck before, we take a look at some stories in the news where people have clearly not made the proper decisions. 
Um, they've uh, made bad choices in life. And we're here to make sure that you feel better about yourself in comparison. Exactly. So first story from CNN. Um, Border Patrol agents, I'm sure, are used to seeing a lot of really, really weird shit, primarily at the U.S.-Mexico border. They yes. came across um, an abandoned black duffel bag yesterday. Um, and they kind of had to do a double take when they opened it because while on duty, the agents saw three people uh, attempting to enter the United, enter the United States illegally uh-huh. and the men dropped the bag and then they fled back to Mexico. Oh. And when the agents approached it, they found, uh, inside the bag, an unconscious male tiger. Stuffed oh, what? Inside. That's fucking bizarre. Yeah. The nearly four month old cub appeared sedated Aww. and was turned over to the Gladys Porter Zoo. So the, the, the tiger is fine. It's not dead. Did they take it from the zoo? I don't know. They, I don't have those details. Was he being returned to the zoo that he was taken from? Why would you steal a tiger and then return said tiger to the same zoo? Like, what? What? what what's the goal there? Like, what did you do with that tiger? Well, no, the people that stole the tiger obviously did not intend to return it to the zoo. That was the Border Patrol that returned it to the zoo. I know, but they were crossing from Mexico into the States, and then they brought the tiger to a zoo in the States. So it wasn't stolen from that from that zoo. All right. Where do you get a tiger in Mexico? They don't I don't know. T- Shannon, so many unanswered questions in this. And so many questions, but clearly those people suck to suck. Um, this article from CNBC, um, Facebook is kind of in like a lot of hot water right now with how they handle your data. And yeah, because they're bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. So according um, to CNBC, the um, Facebook's chief technology officer said last Thursday that they did not read the terms of service of the application that improperly shared user data with Cambridge Analytica. Right. So they have the terms and conditions about how it says that they're going to handle that data, and they just didn't read it. I mean, I don't really blame them there. You have... A lot of people don't read that shit. Okay, but not everyone is a multi-billion dollar corporation that deals with multiple millions of people's information. I suppose you're right. Right? Yeah. So uh, a Cambridge University researcher, Alexander Kogan, created an app that collected data on millions of Facebook users and his company, Global Science Research, then shared that data with political analytics uh, firm Cambridge Analytica. And Kogan said on Tuesday that Facebook did not pull it up up on its terms of services until after um, the Guardian newspaper reported earlier uh, about like information being harvested from that user data. Right. So they just they they not only did they not read the terms and conditions, once they realized their error, yeah, we're like, nah, we'll be fine. Until this whole thing came out, and they're like, oh, actually, we didn't, we didn't really. Do I feel it. like Facebook can probably afford to hire like a lawyer to just sit to, and read to those read that ty- stuff. types of things. That's what lawyers do. That's ninety percent of what lawyers do is just read documents. True. Right. So they're avid readers. So what we're saying is Facebook. Sucks to suck. And finally, nailed it, by the way. Shannon. Thank you. Excellent timing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, final story of sucks to suck from the Telegraph out of the UK. This one boggles my mind because I've never had a problem with this. All right. Um, schools are removing analog clocks from oh, no. exam halls because teenagers are complaining that they can't tell the time. I mean, there's really no other than those clocks on the walls. That's the only point in your life that you actually need to tell time that way everything is digital now numerous watches numerous watches out there i know you're wearing a a digital watch right now well and i because you're super cool but yeah but i can't imagine like teenagers growing up like 
they're probably all going to want Apple watches. They're all going to have or not need to wear. Like I hadn't worn a watch in probably a decade before I got this thing. But don't don't you think it's like a basic thing that people should know as far as like how how time works as far as like how things are measured and things like that don't you think that's important in any way i totally agree though i don't think they've taught that in schools for a really long time no pun intended (sighs) um but then you have things like like cursive writing is also not being taught in schools anymore because they're going people don't need to handwrite they type everything I mean, that, yeah, okay, I guess. I mean, I get that. And I I think it's all fucking stupid because, yes, those are skills that I think every person should have. Right. But there you have it. Well, former headmaster of the the school, Mr. Trobe, said that teachers want their students to feel as relaxed as possible during exams, and having a traditional clock in the room could be a cause of unnecessary stress. So they are going about looking into replacing all of their clocks with with digital ones. Because (laughs) you don't want to look at a clock... A standard analog clock. And sit there trying to read it when sit you're doing there, an exam. One, you don't want to sit there trying to waste time reading this clock. And then you don't also want the stress of seeing just this clock and then having to raise your hand and ask what time it is. Like yeah, that's but a, you're not going to ask what time it is. They're, they are pointing out in this article that ch- the students have been asking that because they don't know what time it is. Okay, well, those kids are going to fail all exams anyway, so it doesn't matter what kind of fucking clock is in the room. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> as long as you care about the kids, Shannon. Bunch of dummies. That's what matters. And so uh, who who sucks in this story? Everybody. Everyone sucks in the this The school one. board sucks for not teaching these stupid kids. <laughs> and the stupid kids are stupid for not learning this bullshit. All right. Fair enough. Mike, any comments? Sucks to suck. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, save a day with everything pull the plug related. Uh, just head on over to our website, ptbpodcast.com. Here is Emilio Bonita with Chrysanthemum. I can never fucking it's, say this one. Here's Chrysanthemum. A, chrysanthemum. There you go, chrysanthemum. Shannon. Chrysanthemum. I, I just stumble over it the whole time, though. Mm. Emilio Bonito on Pull the Plug Podcast.
And now it's time for your Pull the Plug Entertainment Update. You're just mashing it now. Top five movies at the box office this week. Number five, Black Panther is still holding strong in theaters with nearly $700 million in North America alone. It is crazy to me that Black Panther is still at number five. It's still in the top five when the follow-up movie has arrived in <laughs> is, theaters. Is in theaters. That's crazy. Number four, uh, it's The Rock in Rampage. $78 million so far, so it's not doing too bad. Yeah. Uh, it looks pretty badass. <laughs> it looks pretty bad, but... And badass. I don't know, I'm all right with it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number three, Amy Schumer's uh, new fat-shaming movie, I Feel Pretty. <laughs> I don't know if it's fat-shaming. It's body celebration. Sure. Yeah. Number two, uh, A Quiet Place, John Krasinski's uh, new horror flick. Mm-hmm. Looks scary. It does look scary. Back. Uh But... Number one in the box office this week stole all the money from the movie theaters, uh, bringing in $258 million in North America alone. Avengers Infinity War. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. What kind of records did, did this one break? Um, it broke um, the opening weekend box office. It beat uh, Force uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah, by, by about six. I think, I think about $6 million dollars. In the wow. uh, in the U.S., yeah. So that's nuts. Um, we got to see it opening night, and it is phenomenal. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. And uh, we're not going to spoil anything, but no. And that's the big thing I think with this movie that if you can avoid any spoilers at all, see the movie before yeah. you can read anything about it. You don't want this movie spoiled for you. Um, this is also a movie that if you're not familiar with most of the previous marvel movies don't see don't it. see it like it like you're gonna be lost and i kind of i like that about it like they've committed to this universe in the sense of like we're banking on people have seen this shit well and i feel like at this point people aren't they're probably not gonna give a shit about this movie and be like oh this is the first one i'll check out like yeah you you know these have been coming out for the past 10 years or whatever so yeah. um there you have it and one quick thing uh which i just found really funny and interesting and i guess this happened also to a guy at work is uh, oh, yeah. I, I have an Apple Watch and uh, it measures your, your heart rate and stuff. So we got home from the, the movies and I got a notice on my watch that my heart rate jumped a significant amount higher because I, when I was just kind of like still and it warned me of that. And I looked at the time and it was pretty much near like the last like half hour, 25 minutes of the movie. <laughs> so that's how <laughs> intense this, this movie was for me. Yeah. Is that my watch was concerned about my health. Yes. So, Which I like that. Yeah, it's looking out for me. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, opening up the theaters for you this week, uh, we've got Overboard, uh, Tully, The Desert Bride, and The Guardians. Coming soon to theaters May 11th, we've got Life of the Party, Breaking In, Beast, and Beast. Dark Crimes. And coming on May 18th, we've got The Book uh, book Club, Show Dogs, First Reformed, and I think the big one for uh, superhero movie fans, Deadpool 2. I'm looking forward to Deadpool 2 gonna be fucking funny i actually heard uh like they do like the test screeners with audiences yep and the first deadpool was one of the highest rated among like test screening audiences it got like a 91 percent rating this one had a 96 holy shit test screening so and they're saying like huge ex like huge expectations big shoes to fill on this movie but they're like i think we're doing it that's amazing yeah that's good to hear uh, new releases in movies for you this week. We got Peter Rabbit. If you got some kids, or if you're just weird and like watching kids' movies. I mean. Did you hear about Peter Rabbit and the movie theater <laughs> that played like a horror movie trailer leading into it? Yeah, I don't know what the movie trailer or the trailer what the movie was for, but 
Um, Mike, shut the fuck up over no, there. That was me. Oh, that was you. <laughs> He's pointing. You son of a bitch. Oh, my um, bad. Yeah, I guess they, they played like a horror movie trailer before Peter Rabbit and like families fled from the theater because I guess it's a pretty intense trailer. So I don't. Yeah, I forget what the movie was, but apparently it's like demonic children and yeah. stuff like that. And that does not go over well with the youngins. I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, we got 12 strong. We have Winchester. In the Fade and Nostalgia, also uh, new on releases this week. Coming soon for movie releases, we've got Human Flow. Whoa. God's Own Country and uh, the big ones, uh, the big one for Moms Everywhere, Fifty Shades Freed. Yeah, get them cucumbers ready. Ooh. Switching gears, new releases and music here for May 4th. DJ Cozy with Knock Knock, motherfucker. <laughs> it's just Knock Knock. Oh, Shannon. my bad. Just got, knock, knock. got a little too into it. Yeah. Uh, John Hopkins, Singularity, Matt and Kim with their new one, Almost Every Day, Parkway Drive, Reverence, and the big one. Yeah. Check this shit out. Frank Turner, Be More Kind, available May 4th. I feel like I've been waiting for this album for like five months now. Because they keep releasing one song at a time and you're just like, give me the fucking album. I like, I love getting new stuff, but like, I I don't like that method. I don't like just like releasing a song and then you wait like three weeks and then you release another song. Like just release like a single or two maybe and then give me the album. I want the whole album. I want to listen to this whole thing. So May 4th, it's finally here. There you go. Top five on billboard.com for you this week. Number five, Rearview Town from Jason Aldean. Mike, big fan? No. No, No, not at all. (laughs) You're our country correspondent, and uh, when you're not a fan... We know it's bad. You know it's bad. Yeah, because you're a purist when it comes to your country music. Yeah, so... Uh, number four, The Greatest Showman soundtrack. Number three, Eat the Elephant from A Perfect Circle. Mike, I know that's your favorite band. (laughs) Number two, Invasion of Privacy from Cardi B. And number one, from J. Cole, Cod? K-O-D? The Fish, but with a K. Yeah, K-O-D or Cod. I don't know how to go about that so there you go and now it's time for celebrity birthdays yes give me that boom boom birthday that birthday that birthday that birthday that birthday basketball player paul george is 27 wow looks good singer lily alley singer lily alley it's 32. That's a good deal right there, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actress Ellie Kemper is 37. Oh, she'd be probably a celebrity crush for you, eh, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go Gingers. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer football player David Beckham is 42. What do you think, Shannon, about David Beckham? Y- yeah, he's conventionally attractive. Conventionally attractive. He's all like tatted up and stuff. Is that con- is that still considered conventional? Yeah, attractive. Is it okay? I don't. I'm not arguing. I'm just you know. When your face looks like it's been carved out of stone, that's conventionally attractive. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Just like, like me. Like me. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah exactly. exactly you, like you. you. You get it. You're the Beckham of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> that's going on the website Perfect. somewhere. That's happening. <laughs> anyway, actor Dwayne the Rock Johnson is 45. Donatella Versace is 62. Oh, that's my favorite Ninja Turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Actress Christine Bransky is 65. And finally, last but not least, I love his name. (laughs) Singer Engelbert Humperdinck 
is 81. If I was gay, I would want to marry him, and we'd be keeping his last name. We'd be the Michael Humperdinks. Humperdink. <laughs> we'd be the Humperdinks. <laughs> Good night. I'd like, I'd like to imagine you've got, like, at your home, your stately manor. You've got, like, the welcome mat, and it's just, like, welcome to the Humperdink residence or something yeah. like that. I like it a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. That's such good times. Uh, coming up. Thank you, Mike, by the way. Nicely done. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, coming up next, we've got uh, our interview with uh, one of our faves, Jacqueline Van Happen. Absolutely. Yeah. But first, some JoJo Worthington with Werewolf here on Pull the Plug. Werewolf from Jojo Worthington there. You are listening to Pull the Plug. And uh, this past weekend, we were lucky enough 
Hells yeah, we were. To be invited into the home of Jacqueline Van Happen. That is a sacred residence, The Shannon. one and only. I feel like you're mocking it. But no, it not was at all. lovely. I'm mocking you, but... <laughs> How dare you? We were very lucky, though, to be invited yeah. into her home, and uh, we were excited to sit down with her. She's been working on some new material. Uh, she's got her first live show in quite some time mm-hmm. uh, coming up this Saturday night, May 5th, uh, down at Sammy Crenshaw's in Tilsonburg. She's opening up for Sarah Smith of The Joys, so that's a ton of fun. Holy but, shit. Um, yeah, one of her personal... Uh, musical inspiration so that's got to be that's exciting that's quite cool. quite the excitement to open up for your hero so um really excited get down and check her out if you have the chance ten dollars in advance 15 at the door we will link tickets in our show notes ptppodcast.com but in the meantime check this shit out all right well we're so, we're so excited to be sitting here with Jacqueline Van Happen oh. once again on pull the plug yay I'm excited that you guys came here this yeah. is awesome. This is really, a great way to start yeah, a Saturday. Too. Really early in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain that, yeah, we are not morning people. And uh, 8.30, we showed up like all yeah. on the nose too, yeah. I feel like. I was impressed. But that was awesome. Good. Yeah. Well, my parents live like 30 seconds away. So if we weren't on time, there was going to be a serious issue. <laughs> I'd come find you. <laughs> but uh, we got a couple of new songs that uh, we're going to share with, with the Pull the Plug audience, which is That's a ton right. of fun. Yeah. And uh, we're we're leading into another live show for you. Yes, which is so exciting because it's been so long. And and about how long would you say? Oh my gosh, um, it's been years. Like I I mean I've played little tiny things, but not like a big show like this in yeah. years since I guess before I had my child. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty. It's wild. been a long time. Yeah, Obviously, long, long time listeners might not know that you now have a child. Yeah, yeah. you've like grown up in these years, or in front of our eyes. Jacqueline. I would, I would like to, <laughs> I would like to think that. Yes. Yeah. Children do that to you. Yeah, it's nice because I get the best of both worlds now. You know, I live my super mom mode life, yeah. and then I get to be the crazy. Jackie yeah as well so it's fun yeah I'm really excited and has it been a conscious effort to put music aside or honestly does life just get in the way well being completely honest when I first had Will I I was really depressed after having Will and it kind of pulled me away from anything that I liked to do right I was kind of in a bubble like I was so happy and excited that I I had him obviously but it was a really tough time for me and I finally pulled myself out of that rut and I'm like I'm feeling fantastic I'm getting back into my music and I think that that happens with with a lot of people mm. and not a lot of people talk like it no. is a very common thing and nobody talks about it I know and it's when I was going through it at the time, like I didn't, I obviously I've never had a child before, but um, now it's kind of my goal to talk about it because Good. I don't want people to feel crappy and ashamed when they're going through it. But yeah, so that's, that's why I didn't. Well, for it, so it, I don't know. To me, it makes sense, right? Like you, you've had such this, like this massive change in your life, which is obviously amazing, like mm-hmm. you said, but yep. it, that change comes with, well, other things are changing out of necessity right yeah i think other things become your priority like you can't 
I mean, I don't know a parent that can be selfish and be a parent too. You know what I mean? Like your child does not give you that option. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're not like, you know what, mom, today it's just all about you. No, you will never get that. But yeah, like motherhood is incredible and I'm so grateful to be a mom, but it was, it was tough in the beginning and it kind of, it made me distance myself from, I, I guess I just... I felt like the old me, the fun me, the one that would play shows and do that thing. And, you know, she was gone. She just I didn't feel that way anymore. And it was just one of those things I had to pull myself out of. And through time, I mean, I'm I'm feeling great now. I feel like I can do anything, which is incredible. So, yeah. And uh, so the the upcoming show uh, next Saturday, May fifth. Yes. you're opening for Sarah Smith, who Ooh, you've yes. opened for before. I love Sarah Smith. Yeah, um, she's of the Joys, which uh, that's that's pretty cool for you. Yes, it's awesome, and it's a wonderful way to come back into the scene too, because Sarah saw me from the start. You know, yeah. so I feel like we've both grown, and it's gonna be a great show. It's May fifth. Uh, I believe doors open at eight thirty. The show starts around nine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so leading into this show. Uh, you wanted to obviously show the new Jacqueline and some new material. And so outside of uh, us saying we're going to come record some new stuff and you got to start writing right away then. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, How has the writing process been for you? It's been really good. It's different now. Yeah. Um, Well, in a sense of I can't have, I don't have the... I don't have the privilege of like just picking up my guitar and writing at any given moment throughout the day because obviously I have other things that I need to to put before that. But I mean, it's it's good. I feel like in my bones, I've just been aching to to write and to do this. And I I mean, I've done a little bit here and there. But now that I'm full throttle and getting back into the into the loop of things, it's it's going great. It's really going great. And I mean, I have a whole different outlook on things and I think that comes through in my writing and yeah it's going really good and where are you drawing the inspiration for writing I mean when we knew the old Jacqueline like it was from like growing up and like going to perform like sing and live in Vegas and like going through that whole life like that's a big life to live at such a young age Mm -hmm. so now you're living the mom life what's the inspiration for your writing it is I mean it's obviously it's a different avenue I still have the same, I, I mean, okay, like obviously before I was a mother and, you know, in a very committed relationship, it'd be like, oh, well, screw boys. They yep. suck. Not, Which they not just still do for the <laughs> most part. <laughs> Which I yeah, mean, that, the, that, that didn't change. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, like it's just different things that I'm going through in life. And I think now I've, I've been concentrating more on trying to feel better about myself and more confident and not be as hard on myself and I and that's what I've most of my songs I've been writing about just because that's what I'm feeling in the moment yeah yeah that's awesome so we've asked you in the past our standard like pull the plug ridiculous question of like underwear and superpower I think and stuff like that yeah spirit Um, animal spirit animal whatever it might be so um we're gonna change that up specifically for you um because I I want to know twofold. What was your favorite um, cartoon growing up? And now that you now have your <laughs> cartoons son, on all what, the time, what, what is what is the one cartoon that you're being like, I, okay, I'll, I'll I can sit down and watch this with him, and it's not mind numbing. Oh God. Um, okay, growing up, my favorite cartoon. What was it? 
I'm trying to think now because the cartoons that I watch now, none of it is what I watched when I was younger. Do they even have cartoons anymore, or is it just like is it all like kind of dig- like anim- like digital animation? Like the- they do, yeah, they do have some. Uh, the one that um, I mean. Okay, again, I'm not given a choice of what I watch. It's right. what oh, yeah, course, what my yeah. son wants to watch. What can you most tolerate is probably the better way to answer that. God, yeah. and you know what? It. It's not even tolerating the show. It's whatever is going to make him sit there and just not destroy things. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's probably he really likes a show called Chuggington. Which I'm happy to put on because yeah. I can sip my coffee. I can, you know, I can do whatever I want. And he is glued, glued to the TV show. Oh, my God. There's this one. Oh, my gosh. There's this one kid's show. It's called Little Baby Bum. And I swear to God, they have like some sort of like subliminal messages in in the show. Because any child that watches that show is glued to the TV. Anything around them they don't see, they don't hear. It's That's just unreal. like. And he he the one day he sat there for like three hours just staring at this show and like okay maybe that makes me seem like a a very bad mom but in that three hours I got so much shit done yeah it was insane and growing up you know what I used to watch I think I watched like Caillou yeah I I don't I didn't really have a favorite one it was whatever it was on tv but yeah, I know now he likes Chuggington. Yeah, Chuggington. Chuggington. That was my nickname in college. Yeah, actually. sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. So now that he is around as mom has the guitar out, does I know he's still very young, but does he show interest? Like when yes. you pick up the guitar, is he all over it? Yes. So in the beginning, when I would play the guitar, he would just scream at me and be like, "Nah." <laughs> I don't know, like <laughs> I, you're holding I, something else. I really, yeah. I really hope that it's not because the sound made him scream. That right. it was more of like an attention <laughs> thing. But now, oh yeah, if I'm if I have the guitar, he wants to be right by my side. Like we'll I'll, like try and walk away from him and go into different rooms. Yep. He's just right there behind me, like. So enough of an interest that you think maybe that's something that oh yeah he's going to gravitate towards. And you know what? Uh, Justin, he plays, well, he plays bass guitar and everything, and we're both pretty musical, so I think naturally he's just gonna, he's gonna pick something up. And that obviously something you would encourage? Oh, for sure. Would you send him to Vegas and let him live the Jackie Haps life? No. (laughs) (laughs) He will not be going outside of London. Right. If I have anything to do with it. And he'll just live with me for the rest of my life. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds like a very mom answer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a very stable, healthy relationship. Yes, right. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're super excited to see you back playing again. And I hope uh, the May 5th show is just the first of many more to come. I have a good feeling about it. Yeah. And uh, a couple of recordings going on this summer. Oh, yeah. Yep. (laughs) So we're excited to hear all kinds of new stuff from you. And uh, if you haven't got your tickets yet, you should. May 5th, uh, Jacqueline Manhattan opening up for Sarah Smith. Uh, Sammy Crenshaw's in Tilsonburg. Doors are at 830. Music starts at 9. Get your tickets, and uh, we'll post uh, a link in the show notes. Link in the show notes, for sure. Over at ptppodcast.com. Nailed it, Shannon. Nailed it. Nailed it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting us invade your home. And, oh, my God. And yeah, gladly. And we gladly. forced your child out the door. We're hey, like, get out of here. This is We've the been- best way to spend a Saturday morning. <laughs> the adults are working, kid. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, and yeah, can't wait. Thank you.
What a fun little chat with Jackie Haps. She's so delightful. So fucking awesome. And uh, we're really excited to uh, hear some new tunes from her. And uh, once again, if you want to see this song live, head on down to Sammy Crenshaw's in Tilsonburg this Saturday, May 5th. Linking everything you need to know in the show notes. That's right. Check this new one out here. It's Invincible on Pull the Plug Podcast. Sometimes I wake up so inspired, so fired up. It's like my mind is running faster than my body can keep up. Cause that's the way it works for me. My goals become my energy and still I start tripping over my own two feet. You are your worst critic. I feel that everybody else seems to hit home runs when they're the ones up to bat. Just love yourself. They preach. It's not as easy as it seems. The light that's supposed to gleam tends to be buried by self-esteem. That's when I can breathe Falling in the dark That's the easy part I can make moments I find myself at war with who I am, the things I've said and done, those situations that didn't go as planned. If I could take it back some days, I wouldn't hesitate, but then other moments I think maybe it was meant to be that way. Everything changes. It's scary, but we don't get a choice. We're left to roll with the punches and to find our inner voice. When the lights go out, that's when I find myself. That's when I can breathe. new track there from Jacqueline Van Happen. It's Invincible, and we're back here at Pull the Plug. Hey! The right? Foz. That's Fonz? The Foz? The Foz. The Foz. Like Fozzie Bear? Fozzie Bear. Is that what you were thinking? No, I was thinking waka the Foz, but then I said Foz. God damn it. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's time for BuzzFeed Would You Rather Horror Movie Edition. Oh, jeez. I hate horror movies. I'm just going to put that out right now, that they terrify me. Yeah, I do, I do too. Mike, how do you feel about horror movies? Um, I'm not a huge fan. I watch the odd one, but I don't like cheesy movies, and I feel like horror movies are usually cheesy. That's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah, definitely. So. I think for me, it's like the blood and guts that I'm not a fan of. I just don't stomach that shit very well. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they ran out of ideas. Like it's. Oh, totally. They're getting too weird and too... That's, I think that's yeah. why... Um, 
this uh, like new movie, A Quiet Place, is doing so well is because it's a very different idea. It's yeah, apparently the whole movie is like it's very completely quiet. silent. Yeah. So I, it, that's a very interesting uh, mm. premise for a film. So mm. I don't like it. Yeah. So uh, BuzzFeed put together uh, actually, would you rather with John Krasinski, the director of A Quiet Place, oh. about the uh, would you rather horror movie edition? And I'm going to have you guys take the same quiz. All right. Okay. So uh, would you rather be the lone survivor of an apocalypse, or stranded alone in shark infested waters? Now you don't have to be swimming in those shark infested waters. Maybe you can be on a raft or something, but you're you're stranded, excuse me, alone in the middle of the ocean on like a raft and there's a bunch of sharks around. Yeah, I'd probably be the lone survivor of the apocalypse. I'd be stranded. You'd be stranded. Because well, you're on a raft and Do you think you're on a raft and like you can there's a chance you can survive. So you're hopeful for survival. Where Someone saving you. You're the last person you can't do, like you can't recreate or. Have yeah, but sex you can or. do anything you want other than have sex, I guess, um, with a live person. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, a good turn. Until you die, where shark infested waters. I mean, if you're not getting rescued, you're dying there anyway. I mean, you could fuck a shark, mm-hmm. uh, right? Probably not. You probably don't want to do that. Salt water is not very nice for mm, that. That's true. And sharks aren't really attracted to humans. Unless they're bleeding. Yeah. Mm. So you as a male, you wouldn't have that. (laughs) 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 It would just be an accident if I got... And it's just a limb. If they eat a limb, it's fine. I still survive. Right. Until you bleed out. And then you're devoured by sharks. All right, all so, right. Agree uh, to disagree. Eighty-seven percent of people are siding with Shannon on oh, this one to be the lone survivor of an apocalypse. Most people don't agree with Shannon on this stuff, but this one kind of <laughs> rings true. Uh, number two: Would you rather die first in a horror movie or be the last one standing and have to fight off the villain on your own? Die. You want to just die early? Yep. I would want to die last because it would mean I'm more of a bigger movie star because like oh. first person is like a C-list actress or actor. Right, yeah. Where I would be more famous. Like I'd have more perks and more catering and stuff. And so Mike did really well because this is actually about being in a horror movie where I was thinking real life. Well, oh, <laughs> was it a, it was no, a movie? No, no, you're absolutely right that I took this way too literal as yeah, if this, this I was about to be murdered in a house with a bunch of my friends. Yeah, this particular question is horror movie based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mike's so Mike, right. Mike nailed it. And yeah. uh, I bow down to his answer. Yeah, which, which you should. And 79% yeah. of people agree with him. He's on correct. This one, so. um, would you, re- now again, this isn't, uh, it will state in the question if it's movie based. Okay, so this is a little bit more real life. Okay. First question ask. Uh, would you rather face a killer clown or a possessed doll? Probably the doll. I think it's creepier as as like a horror movie entity. But clowns are like human-sized dolls you can fucking punt across a room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd have a better chance of survival. I think so. But does possessed mean that it's just alive? Or does possessed mean that not only is it alive, but it has like Satan powers and Demonic. can like float and shit? Or like set shit on fire with their eyes? You'd still have a better chance because you I can stomp so. out the fire. That's okay. true. That's and and the fact that it says and and uh, John Krasinski brings this up. The killer clown. The description is in the name. He's a killer. 
True. Like you don't have you don't have a great chance mm-hmm. against a killer clown, but it's just a possessed doll. You're right. You can punt it. You can step on it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I love punting it. Thank you. I love the idea of punting like a little Chucky. Yeah. Ba-ding! And, and like and they're they're stiff like no movement so they just get like the rotating body through the air <laughs> which i think is just a hilarious image that'd be fun yeah picture so uh 66 of people would choose to face a possessed doll all right so good on you guys right. so far you guys are doing pretty well yeah uh would you rather have your car break down on a deserted road at night mm. or not start properly when you're trying to escape deserted road because it's safe yeah. Like it's there's nothing's no, gonna happen. Like there's no mention of like anyone following you. Yeah, or? anyone yeah. following you or like creepy things out in the wilderness or whatever. It's and just, you have your cell phone, like you can call someone, call CAA or whatever. Exactly. Call CAA, hey, my car broke down. I'm in the middle of the desert, but I need CAA. Mm. But after hearing your your reasoning, I, I would have to agree. Yeah. I think initially I was thinking uh like your car not starting just because you're in an area that you're familiar with, despite there being a killer there. Right. With, where you're on like a, a, an abandoned road. Like you don't really know where you are. You don't know what your surroundings are. So just the familiarity to me right. seemed a little bit more comfortable. But you're right. The killer's there. So yeah. fuck it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this is a lot of wordplay. Like it like it, do, it says just rather car breakdown on a deserted road. We're, so we're just going purely off the fact that it's not saying... Trying to escape from with somebody. a killer on your tail or on something. On my tail, yeah. yeah. And ninety-two percent of people say that they would rather have their car break down on a deserted. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, would you rather walk through the woods at night or walk through a cemetery at night? The woods. The woods. I would easily walk through a cemetery at night, and I will tell you why. Okay. If, as soon as you get over the mental game of I'm in a cemetery, doesn't matter. It's fine. Because again, this isn't a movie thing. This is real life. Yeah. But I'm really comfortable in the woods. But there are way more things out in the woods, especially at night, that could potentially kill you. Hmm. Who have a higher chance of harming you in some way. Like a stick going through your body? Well, fuck. Legit, that could be it. But we'll go with animals or something. Or hobos. Or hobos. But if you're just walking... I feel like hobos would live in the cemetery. No. No, there's no shelter or anything. There's fresh cut flowers. There's no shelter, though. (laughs) There's no shelter. But hmm. cemetery, once you get over the mental thing of just like, it's a cemetery, there's, there's nothing there that's going to hurt you. All right. So that's my, that's my thing. I'd you guys said woods. The woods. And you're not changing your answer after Justin's rationale? No. Yeah, me neither. Well, fuck you guys too. Yeah. Um, I win. 80% of people say they would rather walk through a cemetery. Really? Yes. So, yeah, I disagree. Well, it's there. I mean, the numbers are there. They don't, I they disagree. Don't, they don't uh, would you rather be chased by a masked villain? Or haunted by a paranormal entity? Pro- I would say a masked villain. Masked villain. Just because I, I don't like ghosts. And and I can kill that where a ghost is already dead. That's true. And a ghost, yeah, go- a ghost is like persistent, right? Like and, it's- and you rely on like these hacks that are like, oh, spread some sage in your yeah. house or something. Yeah. Like you put you put your basil or paprika yeah, or something totally throw some <laughs> Par- nutmeg at them or yeah. something parmesan cheese so that's where you're relying on someone else to cleanse right. the are they situation? ever really gone like you don't know if it works or if they come back or if they just hide in your closet for a while longer yeah, yeah. i don't need that but the mass killer you can just turn around and and kill them first right or partner up with them it doesn't say that they're a killer it's a masked villain 
oh, it's a villain. Yeah, they're probably just looking for like one trillion dollars. Right? Yeah. So just give them some bucks and you're on your way. Give them some bucks. Eighty-two <laughs> percent of people uh, agree with you guys. Be chased by a masked villain. Yeah. So you guys are making the right decisions. Aside, besides walking in the woods, hmm. uh, would you rather receive a phone call when you're home alone and only hear heavy breathing? <laughs> Or sounds kind of hot. It does. Or receive a text from an unknown number saying, "I can see you." It depends where I am. Yeah. Like if I'm <laughs> in the washroom or someplace <laughs> where no one can see me. Like if I'm at like a music I festival knew they'd and be joking. yeah, someone's <laughs> like, "I can see you." You just turn around and wave. Hi. Yeah, hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I was in my living room, I'd just look out and see who's there and see like your dad outside and be like oh hey well and you never like with a phone call too like i feel like that could be any wrong number or yeah. like they could be anywhere around the world and be calling you just <sighs> <laughs> i mean yeah like, i think i'd go with the breathing they could also have the wrong text number too and just be like i can see you being like oh i saw you at the at the park or whatever like i can yeah. see you yeah like it's not like i can see you and i'm gonna fucking kill you like did they put the knife emoji after there's I no can emojis see you? <laughs> or exclamation marks it's just i can see you LOL. I, I think the phone call. You want the phone call? Okay. I think so. This, um, yeah, the phone call. Then. The phone call. 54% of people say they'd rather receive the phone call. Hmm. Which, that's kind of interesting because I would almost assume that people would be like, I don't want fucking somebody calling me. Just text me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just, ew, who's calling? God, no, I'm not answering that. <laughs> uh, would you rather see something terrifying when you look up into the mirror? Oof. Or feel something touch your foot while it's hanging out of your bed. Oh, I don't like either of those. Hmm. Um, probably touch my foot. Touch your foot, really? I don't know. I feel like I could be like, oh, there's a cat. Go back to sleep. Yeah. What if but you don't like, have a cat? Me seeing myself in the mirror with something fucking creepy? I don't know. I don't think I could That's handle that. That's a little terror. Every single time I see that in a movie, it's terrifying. Yeah, I don't think I like that. No. But touching my foot, I feel like I could like write off in some other way. All right. Mike? Um, touching my foot. Right. Well, it could, could be anything. That's Even true. Even a burglar or something. I just like human contact. Yeah. Well, you've got that foot fetish thing too. Yeah, so you, so you like it I'd when people. turned on. Yeah, exactly. Would you rather hide under the bed or in the closet? Closet. Under the bed. It's more safer. You think? Because everyone looks in the closet. You don't think people look under the bed? They're too scared. I feel like under under the bed is it's temporarily safer. But if they discover you, you're fucked because you can't escape. You can't escape quickly. Like at least if they open the closet, I can jump out and claw their eyes out or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And like, I don't know. I'm too fat to hide under the bed. It'd be all claustrophobic and shit. Right, right. So you guys are going under the uh, no hide in the closet. I'm under the bed. You're under the bed. I'm in the closet. Shannon's always in the closet. 86% 86% of people are also in the closet. Oh, interesting. Final question for this one. Would you rather spend the night in a supposedly haunted house? Right. Or in an abandoned hospital? House. Hospital. Oh. 50-50 here. 62% of people spend the night in a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... It's just abandoned. It's just an abandoned hospital. Yeah. Why is it scary? I think just because of how like vast it would be, like how expansive a, like hospital a hotel is. Like you just stay in a room. 
I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. You don't like it. No. All right. Well, there's a few more questions to this. Would you rather, but we'll, uh, we'll let the listeners go through those. Uh, we'll post a link to that as well as everything from tonight's show over at the show notes. Over at ptbpodcast.com. Boom. We're going to end the night here with our second uh, Jacqueline Van Happen recording. This one's a Lady Gaga cover here. Million Reasons on Pull the Plug. You're giving me a million reasons to let you go. You're giving me a million reasons to quit the show. You're giving me a million reasons. A million reasons. Giving me a million reasons. About a million reasons. If I had a highway, I would run for the hills. If I could find a driveway, I'd forever be still. But you're giving me a million reasons. A million reasons, giving me a million reasons About a million reasons And I bow down to pray I try to make the worst seem better Lord, show me the way To cut through all this worn-out leather I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away But baby, I just need one to stay Head stuck in a cycle I look off and I stare It's like that I stop breathing but completely aware You're giving me a million reasons A million reasons Giving me a million reasons About a million reasons If you see something that you might even mean It's hard to even fathom which parts I should believe You're giving me a million reasons a million reasons, giving me a million reasons About a million reasons And I bow down to pray I try to make the work seem better Lord, show me the way To cut through all this worn-out leather I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away But baby, I just need one good one to Hey, yeah, yeah, baby, I'm bleeding, bleeding, hey, yeah, can't you give me what I'm needing, needing every heartbreak makes it hard to keep the faith, but baby, I just need one good one, good one, good one, good one. Jacqueline Van Happen, Million Reasons cover of Lady Gaga there. And uh, if you want to hear more Jacqueline Van Happen, hear more of her new tunes, head on over to Sammy Crenshaw's this Saturday night, May 5th, in Tilsonburg. And uh, that's $10 in advance, 15 at the door. And check out a fun night of live music. Absolutely. Yeah. And also uh, check out our uh, YouTube channel. We've got a video of uh, Jacqueline performing her Invincible song. Oh, yeah. Uh, that should be up. Very, very shortly. Probably by the time this show is up. As so. you're listening to this, it's up on YouTube. That's the magic of the internet, man. You can schedule shit. That's right. It's awesome. Uh, that's the show for this week. Big thanks 
to Michael Angry Hawkins for joining us once again. Stay interesting. <laughs> no, we're not there yet. We're not, we're not, nice try. Yeah, you, you almost nailed it. Um, big fan of having you back in, and hopefully we get to pull you back into the studio sometime soon. For sure. Yeah. Oh, for, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, stay up to date with everything Pull the Plug related. Just head on over to our website. P2Bpodcast.com. Links to our uh, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, all that fun stuff. And you can also uh, check out the blog. We post all the show notes over there um, and periodically uh, different different videos and playlists we got a new spotify um uh, summer road trip playlist which we might actually be able to use sometime soon yeah absolutely get on that get on it once again p2bpodcast.com thank you guys so much for listening keep masturbating stay interesting oh feels good i like it kiss my curvy butt goodbye yeah, it's pretty bad. You can tell by his face he's not a fan. He's not a fan. No. Mm. Oh, God, no.